We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. Well, it's good. It's basketball day, so go I go. see that. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you may be surprised to see us, but we are uh, going to do our best to give a live um, update about the Ruby Frankie, Jody Hildebrandt uh, sentencing today. Uh, we're not totally sure that it's actually going to be live streamed from inside the courtroom, but we do have a lot of information to share with you, and there are reporters in the courtroom that are doing, you know, minute by minute type updates. And so we're just going to do our best to follow along with all of that and let you know what is happening because today is a day of reckoning for uh -huh. Jody Hildebrandt and Ruby Frankie. So if you don't remember who they are, Jody Hildebrandt is a therapist in Utah. Jo uh, Ruby Frankie um, is the mother from a YouTube mommy vlogger channel called Eight Passengers. And several months ago, one of Ruby's children escaped from Jody Hildebrandt's house, got to a neighbor's house, and reported that he and his sister had been, been being held in the basement of her house. They'd been abused physically, emotionally. They were being tied down um, in the house. They were being um, withheld food and water. And they were experiencing torture in the way that their uh, wounds from being... Um, uh, tied down, we're being treated. So that's yeah. just a very quick overview of what happened. Jody Hildebrand apparently saw this as a form of therapy for these children. And, um, or just really like to torture kids. Yeah, that's, that's really probably more the case. Um, this case obviously is a Mormon misdeeds case, Jody Hildebrand. And, um, Ruby Frankie are both Mormons. Jo Jody Hildebrand has a long history, <clears throat> of uh, providing therapy to Mormons being paid for by the Mormon church. So this yeah. is part of our commitment to covering Mormon misdeeds. And we want to see some very real consequences occur for these two women today. They have uh, both pled guilty to six counts of child abuse aggravated felony child abuse. They have both agreed that they would spend some time in prison. Uh, so we know that there will be some prison time here. It is likely not going to be nearly as much as we would like it to be. For sure. Um, sorry, my cat is driving me crazy. She's doing this thing where she's running circles around me uh, <laughs> while I'm sitting in my chair. She's, she wants to be on air real bad. So here's Sandy for everybody to see. She wants to help. She does. Deanna says to tell her hi. She says hi back. This is Sandy. This <laughs> is my toothless wonder Sandy. And she is... Um, 
a little crazy. So anyway, <laughs> that is why we are here this morning. So if we can live stream any of it, we will. Um, we're still searching for a source for that, as it appears that other people are as well. There's been some kind of a delay set on the sent live stream of the sentencing by the judge. We don't know exactly what that means or what it the delay like is. It looks like it might be because uh, the victims do have an opportunity to speak. Ah, okay. And if they That's do, they're putting a... This is, this is just speculation on the parts of people who know more than me, uh, saying that they think it may be because the victims have the opportunity to speak if they choose to. And uh, because they're minors, that's not something that uh, the judge would want to be broadcast without, a, you know, without at least blurring their faces or editing them out in some way. So right. uh, they also may very well not. Uh, letters were submitted to the court, so mm -hmm. they, they likely won't. But that that's one uh, theory about why they're not. Well, these, these hearings are only scheduled 30 minutes apart. So yeah. I think the court is expecting that they're not going to speak because they don't have a lot of time. But I guess I, we'll I kind of think that's correct, too. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Thank you, Fran. Fran knows all about it. That's right. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Katie, let's talk a little bit about the way that sentencings happen in Utah. because. It's not, we're not going to get, like, Idaho is a definitive, you're getting this many years type situation. And that's not how this is being handled. Right. I And I think it's interesting because I, I kind of wonder if it's not better, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, Utah has, I don't know, their, their set of uh, regulations is a little different. I want to just read to you exactly what to expect. Uh, if I can get to that, I set myself way too many. <laughs> okay. So, oh, this is a statement from Kevin Frankie's attorney, actually. Do you want to hear this? Ugh, gross. On. Yeah. So I this guess. is from Kevin Frankie's attorney. Uh, he made this to Law and Crime Network. We trust the judge to sentence them both to one to 15 years for each of the four counts to run consecutively and then let the Utah State Board of Pardons decide if that should be shortened or other conditions imposed. The treatment that these children received at the hands of the women who had a right to trust was horrific and inhumane, both physically and psychologically. Kevin remains focused on the rehabilitation of these sweet and vulnerable children so that they might return to a normal life as soon as possible. Um, Kevin, go fuck yourself. I mean, yeah. yeah, definitely. All of those things, except for really? Just really? Yeah. That, that's just really tough for me to take. Kevin, you abandoned your kids. You didn't pay attention to your kids. This happened to your kids and you weren't present for it. And I think that's incredibly right. disgusting and frustrating. Neil says the voice feed is live. Okay. Where would we get that? I wonder. You can find that. Utah, the way they do their stuff is, uh, well, it's hard. I've got a... Okay. And while you're doing that, um, I've got um, a reporter, Brian Schnee, who is a reporter for KUTV 2 News, which is a Utah uh, Fox 13 affiliate, I think. 
Um, so he is in the courtroom. He says, uh, Jody, uh, Ruby accepts accountability. She said, Jody Hildebrandt was never my business responsibility. Ruby says she never accepted a check from Jody because as we know, they were doing YouTube videos and live streams together and teaching supposedly parenting together at the time that all this was happening. Mm -hmm. um, she also said, it is my preference that I serve a prison sentence. Um, Ruby thanking the Santa Clara Ivan's public safety. You are the angels that saved my children. Whew. Yeah, I, uh, it's all a little hollow for me at this point now that you're caught. Okay, so here, let's talk about the sentencing. So we know that they both pled guilty to four counts of aggravated child abuse. Uh, they're both second degree felonies. Uh, they both have clean records too. bear that in mind, because that mm -hmm. always comes into play. Uh, so here, the only thing the judge will do today is to run them consecutively or concurrent. Right. What he could do is decide to just give them probation and not serve any prison time. Right. Uh, really unlikely that he would do that because they both agreed in their pleas to serve prison time. Yeah. So they could each uh, face a minimum of four years, maximum of 60 years. Uh, but for these charges, uh, the max either one could spend in prison is actually 30 years. But that's not up to the judge. That will come up later with the pardons and parole board. The pardons and parole board actually have quite a bit more to do with the sentencing than uh, the judge does. He just lays down the basics. This is what we do in this state. And right. then they get into uh, to prison and they assess them and they, you know, give them opportunities to apply for parole at, at various junctures. So who knows? Uh, I, In my opinion, I think we'll see them both do somewhere around 12 years. That's my opinion. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near 15, 30, 60. No. That's way yeah. more than it's going to be. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, a few updates from Brian Shear, Bri Brian Schnee, sorry. Uh, Ruby stating, Jody and I inflicted injuries. Ruby now emotional and thanking everyone by name. My charges are just, they after safety to my family, accountability to the public. Ruby thanking Kevin's attorney by name and Kevin is in the front row shaking his head. <laughs> I wow. mean, come on. Gross. Yeah. That still doesn't, I don't feel any better. Do you? <laughs> you know? No, because I don't, I can't trust her actual accountability. I mean, can you really trust her accountability today? No, absolutely not. not well, I think it's a good point, Amanda. Uh, Ruby may very well get less time than Jody because Jody was the professional. She was the healthcare professional, the counseling yeah. professional here who seemed to think that this was uh, okay. But uh, on the other side, Jody's well, but she's not charged with it. But of course, we know that Ruby's abuse uh, ran many more years than uh, before Jody. But just looking at it on paper, I think that's probably right. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, 12 years would at least be enough time for the kids to be over 18. I mean, come on. That's, Please that's let my the kids hope, the finish growing up before this asshole gets out of jail. Please. Right. Absolutely. Um, according to Brian Schnee, Kevin is seated next to Chad and Sherry. They're their oldest children. Uh, and Bo is seated next to Sherry. Uh, Ruby said she drug her family through the mud. You are the love of my life, Ruby, to Kevin. The ending of our marriage is a tragedy. I mean, come on, lady. Uh, Kevin leaning over with his eyes closed. Ruby speaking to her children who are looking forward, not at her. I would do anything in this world for you, Ruby, to children. Man. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, Ruby also saying, I have betrayed sacred trust. Ooh, there comes that that Mormon promise of, uh, you know, uh, together forever stuff, which I don't think these kids ever want to be together forever with Ruby. Uh, I'm sorry for twisting God's word and distorting his doctrines. Oh, Ruby. got to do that to for your churchy front. Got it. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah, because, you know, this whole thing underlying this yeah. is Mormon church doctrine, which we've talked about quite a bit. And just the reality that Jody was trusted by the Mormon church and paid by the Mormon church over many years to provide therapy to Mormons, um, parents, adults, children. She's ruined people's lives, accusing them of being addicted to pornography and all kinds of disgusting mm -hmm. weird shit. And as we know, Jody's uh, estimation of what pornography is walks the same line as the Mormon churches, which literally means that I could be making myself pornography if today I was wearing a sleeveless shirt. So, mm -hmm. you know, you gotta remember. You got to take that with a huge grain of salt. We do have a, a state or letter that the court wrote on, sorry, that Ruby's parents wrote on her behalf to the court. Ugh. Uh-oh. Not we good, huh? Yeah, let's hear that. Okay. Uh, this was dated February 11th. Dear Judge and Parole Board, we are Ruby Frankie's parents. We are currently serving a full-time mission in Serbia. Those are, that's an important thing to put right in the beginning of it. So that, let me uh, stop you for one second because the judge yeah. has given a sentence. Oh, do that. Um, so the judge read the sentence. It's the same as the plea agreement. Consecutive sentences are appropriate. So this is best case scenario. Concurrent would mean if she got one year for each charge, they could all count as the same year. Mm -hmm. Consecutive means one at a time, like Lori Vallow got three mm -hmm. consecutive life sentences. So Good. awesome. Ruby says to the judge, I am humbled and willing to serve a prison sentence. I understand this is going to take time. Yeah, shut up. Willing, um, I, I am so tired of hearing this about these two, that they're willing to serve prison sentences. How the hell is that your choice? It, yeah, it isn't your choice. Willing? You're not willing. You are going to. Yeah. Um. Ruby has 30 days to appeal and restitution remains open for eight months and can be brought back to the court. Mm. Ruby will get uh, four consecutive sentences, which we're still not exactly sure. I mean, the minimum is one year. Uh -huh. So it could mean four years. Uh, we're not totally sure. That, that sounds like it'd be a minimum of four years. But it, it, Yeah. Fingers crossed it will. Yeah. They'll get uh, time served and they've been in jail for six-ish months, maybe a little mm -hmm. less. Um, yeah. 
but four years, definitely not enough. Really, really hope uh, that there's going to be, you know, more than that. Yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead Katie. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to hear this. So I was just saying that uh, throwing right in the very beginning of their letter that they're in Serbia on a mission. Those are tag words that uh, th those are there very specifically for other Mormons to see who they are. Before Ruby became involved with Jody Hildebrand, she was a wonderful mother, daughter, sister, and member of the church. All she ever wanted from the time she was a little girl was a family to love and nurture. When she began having troubles with her teenage son, Chad, oh, so now it's Chad's fault, she sought out a family therapist counselor to help them. Maybe it's because you sent Chad to one of those torture camps. I don't know, Ruby. Mm -hmm. We noticed a shift in Ruby's thinking the summer of 2020, and by that fall, she cut all ties to us, her siblings, and close friends. For three years, what brief communications we had with her, she accused us of either things that never happened or grossly exaggerated events that did. She was delusional. She was so deeply brainwashed we could not even recognize her. We received a postcard from Ruby two months after the terrible news of the children. We read her tender apology, tender is another flag word, apology sure and humble acceptance of accountability, another one. Humble she, and accountability. Mm -hmm. She expressed her gratitude for being incarcerated and felt the yep. mighty wake-up call was a huge blessing. Oh, my God. Oh, the Mormon speak is really making my stomach hurt. I'm going to be <laughs> ill. Since then, we have seen a return to the Ruby we once knew. Her thoughts and views are her own now. Her love, appreciation, and commitment to her family is stronger than it has ever been. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ruby is more concerned about her eternal salvation than her imprisonment. Oh. Her, 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 her. This is all about her. This is nothing about the children that she harmed. Their Gross. grandchildren. Your grandchildren, Chad and Jennifer yeah. Griffiths. Your grandchildren. Yeah. Her testimony of the Savior and his atoning power means everything to her. Ah. Gross. I'm going to bring As her mother and father, we plead with you to show as much mercy as you possibly can. Hopefully in time, she will have a relationship with her children and they will remember the mother she once was to them and find it in their hearts to forgive her. This would be the greatest healing balm for all of them. Dear God, Kevin, if you have a brain in your fucking head, don't let those kids have any contact with these people. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's nothing in there about her children that she harmed their grandchildren. That is so gross. And it's all, it's absolutely loaded with Mormon speak, you guys. Oh, yeah. That's all, all those words, those are buzzwords that are cueing other um, mm -hmm. uh, true blue Mormons yep. that that's who they are. Yeah, they don't give a shit about these kids. Also, no. Ruby Frankie was a shit mother before this happened. And we all know, excuse me, we all know it because of her YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And she exploited her children. These, these mommy vloggers exploit their kids, make all kinds of money on them. The kids don't make any money. No. And their lives are put on display against their will. They don't have any right. choice in this. The, the good, bad, and the ugly. Just being kids. Uh, but if you'd like to fetch a pencil or a glass or something to break, I would like to also share with you her brother's statement. Oh, no. This is her brother, Bo. Dear Judge and future parole board, Ruby Frankie is my oldest sister by a year and a half. 
Growing up, we did a lot together and had a lot of shared experiences. Throughout her life, Ruby has always been an achiever and becomes recognized by authority figures. Her school teachers regularly commended her as she consistently earned high grades. She was praised by her piano teacher as she, who fucking cares, as she excelled in piano performance as comp, well as competition. We worked at a call center together where she received numerous employee recognitions. Ruby always jumps in with both feet, whether she's swimming, participating in high school marching band, or the school jazz pianist. Or During abusing her, her children, apparently. Apparently. During her career on YouTube, she often, often told me that her desire was to spread the message that mothers are important and mothers have strength in nurturing their children. I never had any concern for her children, and I was impressed with how generous and kind she has always been to my own children. Did you not watch her show then, Bo? Did you not? You weren't aware of her, like, withholding food from her own children, making them sleep on beanbags instead of beds, sending her oldest son to a uh, wilderness camp because he was teasing his siblings. Like, come on. Ruby and I both joined the Connections program. Oh, this is interesting. As per usual, Ruby absorbed all that was taught. She recognized the instructor, Ms. Hildebrand, as a woman who stood in authority and was recognized by the state of Utah as someone with a, who was a properly trained and licensed professional. Now it's also the state of Utah's fault. It definitely is. Sure. I'll give him that. The state of Utah. Also the Mormon church. The Let's Mormon not church. forget that part. Mm-hmm. Like many authority figures in Ruby's life, Ms. Hildebrand saw Ruby's potential to, to exploit her and let her abuse her kids. Yeah, okay. She saw that Ruby was easily trainable and had the ability to influence others. Yep, just as I thought. She saw the millions of followers Ruby had and worked hard to acquire on the YouTube and Instagram platforms. I acquired that. Well, that doesn't even fit there. You should have had someone proofread this. Many mm-hmm. of the teachings from the Connections program were reasonable and good. Unfortunately, as I later discovered, that is what made the program so dangerous. If it was entirely crazy, it wouldn't have had any influence. The program was by all definitions a cult. Ms. Hildebrand was the sole source of what was right and wrong and discouraged people from making their own life choices. I wonder where she learned that. A recurring theme Mm. was the principle of separation and isolation, which the leader routinely prescribed. I personally witnessed numerous marriage relationships separated through Ms. Hildebrand's encouragement, including for a time my own. I believe the primary reason my marriage, as well as many others, suffered is that couples felt a looming threat of divorce. In this way, Ms. Hildebrand kept couples continually paying for her program. In Ruby's case, I believe Ms. Hildebrand wanted Ruby's platform and influence for her own gain. At the continued encouragement of Ms. Hildebrand, Ruby systemically pushed those around her away, first myself, then our sister's parents and close friends, and then her husband, and finally her own children. Uh, no, she didn't push them away. I'm so sorry uh, there, Bo. I think you're really confused. Mm-hmm. Ruby has clearly been brainwashed. She was the one taken advantage of by Miss Hildebrand. Now, in the absence of Miss Hildebrand, I see Ruby striving to restore those relationships. It came as no surprise to me that as soon as Ruby was removed from the fog of the cult, she recognized she was wrong and was ready and willing to unfeignedly take responsibility for the wrong she had done. I ask for this information to be considered in decisions related to Ruby's sentencing. Again, with the Ruby had a choice, she had a choice. Yeah, she did. Okay. No. 
she didn't. She was going to prison for this. Also, hey, Bo, did you figure out it was a cult before or after your sister got arrested? Yeah. Because you were involved too. Yeah. Somebody ought to be talking to your kids and make sure they're okay. Because mm -hmm. you're a fucking idiot. Also, let's mm -hmm. just be clear that Jody Hildebrand is herself divorced mm -hmm. and has projected a lot of her own personal issues onto oh, yeah. her clientele in her program. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the fears around pornography and the fears around divorce and infidelity and all that stuff, it's very telling of her own personal history and how unable she has been to separate herself from the work that she's doing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But again, those it's his nieces and nephews that have been hurt. They're the ones that have been harmed. And yet again, another right. letter talking about how his sister has been harmed with no concern. This right. assumption with her parents and her brother, and, and this is a very Mormon thing in my opinion, to expect the kids to just suck it up. Yep. To just suck it up. If she's sorry, you better just accept her apology and move forward. There is no concern here for those kids. None. Well, historically, the Mormon church does nothing but protect abusers, mm -hmm. not children, that is abusers. True. And yeah, this is just a great example of that. When I think about, because I've been to St. George, and, and I know how hot it is there. And you guys know, too, how mm -hmm. hot it is there in the summer. And I also know mm -hmm. how rocky, uh, gravelly, dry, cactusy the landscape mm -hmm. is there. That yeah. That is a place I would never dream of walking around for fun, for one, in the summer, right. ever. Or right. of taking off my shoes and thinking right. about the fact that they made those children run around there doing hard manual labor all day every day in the summer with no water the fact that they made the daughter uh repeatedly throw herself into a cactus have you seen those cactuses oh my god i cannot uh, as imagine punishment, the way they make them run around in the in, in that landscape that is so horrifying to me it's all yeah. horrifying but thinking about the the heat that's the kind of heat that you can't breathe in that smothers you you know mm -hmm. and be running around uh injuring themselves uh doing hard manual labor because they were being abused uh by these two i think that's what they deserve frankly i i can't even imagine i right. will die on the hill that i think it's a miracle that these kids are alive at all and it, it really pisses is me off to read these letters pretending like this was just a little blip on R ruby's screen she just made a little mistake right no she did lifelong damage to her own kids she abused them personally besides the fact that she allowed this other person to do it and yeah. all but killed those kids and had them shackled in the basement like they were kidnapped yeah the fact that she let ruby or, or let uh jody and maybe she did it herself rub honey and cayenne on their wounds honey and cayenne pepper on their open yeah. wounds from their restraints they tortured torture. these kids so to read these letters that are like well i mean yeah she messed up a little but it was all jody's fault and she's sorry now so this family can now heal that would be the best healing balm of all 
Shut the best healing bomb up. of all would be Ruby go away forever. These yeah. kids never have to see her stupid face again. Absolutely. They have so much to recover from and have had such a short time from the time this all occurred to now. Yeah. Leave these little kids alone. Yeah. Absolutely. But you're How right. How could you potato? ever trust your mother again? Ever. Ever. And why should you have to? That's what's pissing me off. That assumption that they have to. They have I know, to but that is, you're so they right. That no. is Mormon. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's so gross. The fact that they aren't all saying, we need to protect the children in this family from this person who is obviously not safe to be around them. And please protect our grandchildren. Please protect our nieces and nephews. Yeah. But also this they're from Bo, that she was an excellent people. mother on her podcast. People had been reporting her for abuse for years for stuff yep. they saw her do on her podcast. So that right. concerns me a lot about this entire family. Right. Like, how are the rest of the kids in this family? Yeah. Not good, I'm going to guess. Yeah. But my heart goes out to the kids that are in the courtroom today that get to watch this oh, shit yeah. and hear their mother talk like that. Telling Kevin he's the love of her life and... That the ending of their marriage is a tragedy. No, the tragedy here is what you did to your kids. Yeah. Period. The tragedy. Point blank. The tragedy isn't about you, you jackass. This is about your children. The self-centeredness of this is so gross, but it's so telling of exactly who Ruby is. Absolutely. Yeah, Christine, go ahead. hurt like hell. Can you imagine that little girl, that nine-year-old little girl, having to pick goat heads out of her little feet after she was forced to run? Oh, God. many, oh. many long steps in or who knows how far they they just said run in the wow. desert with no shoes on. I cannot imagine. Well, and Jessica makes a good point. What would be the story if one of those kids died? Would they be saying how sorry they are and how forgiving everyone should be? Yes, they would. Yeah, this narrative would not change. Yes, Cinnamon Bear, honey and cayenne is a natural home remedy for a lot of ailments, mm -hmm. but not open wounds from restraints. Can yeah. you imagine raw skin rubbed off what that felt like for these little children? Yeah. And Mormons are notorious for their home remedies. Trust me. We, we, um, our mom consulted the doctor's book of home remedies much more than she consulted actual doctors mm -hmm. or us as children. We know all about it, these things because we did it. Book. Oh my gosh, oh. you guys. When, when I was in high school, I have really funny ears, really, really sensitive ears. And my mom took me to the doctor to get my ears cleaned. And they use that high power spray stuff. And the doctor put a hole in my eardrum with that uh, accidentally. And we got home and I was in horrific pain, obviously. So somebody went straight to the doctor's book of home remedies and looked up that the remedy for an earache would be onion juice. So she chopped up an onion and this was all well-meaning. It was, you know, it definitely it was. was. Our, our dad was self-employed. We did not have insurance growing up. And so you didn't go to the doctor. You treated yourself. And that's how it was. Well, it's and you've already been to the doctor to have your ears right. cleaned. Yeah. And it's not all bad, but but at any rate, so she put all this uh, lemon or onion juice in my ear, and the problem was because there was an actual hole in my eardrum that caused an unbelievable infection. 
my entire ear swelled shut, the entire side of my face swelled up, and it took a lot of antibiotics. But the worst part was that ear drained for weeks, many weeks. Onion smelling stuff. <laughs> it was horrible. It's all I could I'm smell. Good. And I was a teenager. You're so self-conscious anyway. You're always like, just no one look at me, see me, smell me, know me. You know, you're yeah. embarrassed to be on the planet. And I'm draining onion smelling like pus from my ear for weeks and weeks. The worst. Yeah. Oh, you, you seem to get the brunt of a lot of it because you also got the uh, tea tree oil in the eye. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that was another major mm -hmm. home remedy fail. Oh, yeah. Well, we live in the heart of Melaleuca country. If you've never or ever heard of the Melaleuca company, that was started right here where we live. And so mm -hmm. when we were kids, it was an MLM and everybody was trying to sell it to each other. And uh, Mormons love MLMs. I don't know if you know that, but that's a big mm -hmm. thing. You know, because all these moms aren't supposed to work. Well, and MLMs love Mormons. I think it's love a, them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in the Mormon church, moms are supposed to stay home with their babies. And they can't live on those incomes, on a one family income. Most families can't anymore. And so a lot of mamas will join an MLM to try to just work a little bit on the side and make more money. So we had a bottle of Melaleuca oil that somebody had tried to get my parents into Melaleuca. I think they did, actually, for a little while. Yeah, they were yeah. in for a while. Our parents did every MLM you can possibly think of. Mm -hmm. For Our a hot minute. was real susceptible. Mm -hmm. Now he was a barber. He'd get people in his chair and they would tell him all the good news. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the prosecution says they have Jody on phone calls blaming the kids and the media. Says they will be released. Sweet. Ooh, good. Now, but at any rate, Wait. yes, she was putting Melaleuca oil on my chicken pox when I was in fifth grade and accidentally poured like half a bottle of Melaleuca oil into my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I think I'd take the, the onion juice, to be honest. Right. But let's get Oy. back to the program here. Yeah. I don't have any updates on with the reporter I'm following. He's not said anything else yet. So... I don't know if we're just waiting for Jody, for Ruby to be transferred and R Jody to come into the courtroom. Nope, we're back. He says, oh, six minutes ago, Judge John Walton has reentered. Jody Hildebrand is here for sentencing. Okay. Adam Steed Are is you behind. Following? Are you following the same guy I'm following? Yeah. Adam Steed oh. is behind Jody. Eric Clark reading a similar statement on Jody as he did for Ruby, describing the child abuse. They were beaten, and 12-year-old was regularly bound after he tried to run away in July. Yeah. Clark calls Hildebrandt a significant threat to the community. They're also mentioning four consecutive terms for the second-degree child abuse charges, which if Frankie, if, if Ruby got it, she's sure as hell getting it. Right. Uh, Doug Terry says there are two sides to this story. Terry says the only facts on Hildebrandt are what's in the plea agreement. Terry calls those facts grounds for the stipulated sentences. She is not the person she is portrayed to be. Oh, yeah? You want to bet? You know how many people have come out of the woodwork to say that she is exactly who she is portrayed to be? Mm -hmm. There is a whole website of reviews of Jody Hildebrandt and connections that is absolutely hair-raising. Oh, for the love Judge Walton asking Mr. Terry about his two sides of everyone case. And then he asked Terry about not making a previous statement. Now Jody speaking. She says, I sincerely love these children. 
I desire oh, for them to heal physically and emotionally. Shut up. Shut up, you sick, twisted asshole. Ugh. I am willing to submit to what the state feels is an appropriate amount of time served. It is not willing your choice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have been in jail this entire time. You don't have a, you don't have the right to submit or not submit. It's over. You are incarcerated, you dumb bitch. That, that's all Ugh. she said. That, they called it a quick statement from Jody. Doug Terry calls the statement sincere. Oh, sincere? The kids you Close. almost abused to death that you're up here telling us you sincerely love? Shut up! Right. Ugh. And if this is how you love kids, then you are going to exactly where you should be, which is mm -hmm. behind bars. Because you should not be around children in any capacity. No. If you think this is how you love children. No. <sighs> wow. But this, this stuff I'm willing to submit absolutely kills me. So the judge. But somehow asked, she's in control of this. Yeah. So the judge asks her attorney if she recognizes the impact she had on those children. And he says she fully recognizes that and accepts responsibility for that. Does she, Doug? Because she sure didn't say so. No, she didn't. She's a very twisted human being. Boy, isn't she, though? She is a mess. She's and, actually and pretty terrifying. She is. And the way that she has projected her really screwed up beliefs about relationships and love onto all of these people because she's a therapist is terrifying. Mm -hmm. But people have been complaining about Jody Hildebrand for many years. Yeah. And those complaints have fallen on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. It had to get this bad before anybody would listen. Yeah. That's really terrifying. Yeah, it's it's really sad. It is. And not just sad, it's maddening, actually. It's more than sad. Yeah. The judge said to her, your conduct in this case was disastrous for these children. This is the first time the judge has made a statement on this case. Right. I mean, he could have made a bigger rebuke for... Uh, Ruby, but he really didn't. He could right. have said a lot more. Mm -hmm. He actually could probably say whatever the hell he wants at this point. But uh, Yeah, he's the sentencing judge. He sure can. Mm -hmm. Yep, Jody also got four one to 15 year consecutive sentences. Yep, same mm -hmm. thing. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So I, I'm kind of disappointed in the years. judge that he didn't go further in his rebuke, frankly. Yeah. Me too. And that's it. It's over. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, this will mean that her license that has been, you know, suspended right now, it will be completely revoked because you cannot be a felon who has harmed um 
vulnerable people like children and maintain your license as a therapist. So she can never. Even in the great state of Utah. Even in the great state of Utah. So she can never hang out or shingle that way again, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, curious now what's going to happen. The other thing that's supposed to be ruled on today, and I don't know if it will be how it's going to be ruled on, is what is going to happen to Jody Hildebrandt's estate. Because she sold her big, expensive house for yeah. a ton of money. And Kevin Frankie has been trying to get a hold of her money, um, which I really want that to go into a trust for the children. Because I don't trust Kevin Frankie for one fucking second. No. But that's supposed to be ruled um, on today. Yeah. I had read the other day that they had uh, asked to earmark $100,000 for Kevin Frankie. But I don't mm-hmm. think that was a, a final number. Yeah. Frankly, uh, Christine, they will serve a minimum of four years. Right. Yeah. The, those kids should get every single bit of it. Right. How much and who bought? It was listed for $5.3 million. What I read is that there were so many offers on that house, and some of them were over asking price. So she got at least $5.3 million out of that house. Mm-hmm. It's a giant compound out in the desert. To see it is terrifying, frankly, mm-hmm. to realize how isolated those kids were in that house but they will serve a minimum of four years maximum of 30 that is going to be determined by the pardons and paroles people in the state of utah so we don't know yet right kevin frankie should also be sentenced he's never been charged but i mean how is this not abandonment on his part that he didn't have any idea this was happening to his own children i don't know that that is to me a tough pill to swallow and and now I he is going to be, it looks like, taking custody of those kids and trying to uh rebuild their lives together. And I that I think that's really problematic. I do too. But he's never been charged with anything. Uh I don't know that CPS mm-hmm. has ever been involved with him personally. Uh you know, so. there's probably no reason for the state to not give him those kids. At this point where they're not charging him, there's not really anything they can do. Yeah. He will be their custodial parent, but makes me sick. Makes me sick. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Right, Christine. Some dads don't give a shit. And, you know, Kevin was just like listening to Jody and and, and, uh, Ruby and just staying away. Uh Well, what about your kids? What were you listening to from your kids? Your children that you are responsible for? Wasn't Kevin in this home some of during some of this abuse? Uh, the stuff that was reported that happened on YouTube, yes. The stuff going on with Jody Hildebrand, no. He and Ruby were separated for a year, and that's when all of this went down. He didn't even know, he says, that the kids were staying at Jody Hildebrand's house. No. You're right. You're right, Kung Fu Panda. Kevin did a great job looking the other way. Uh-huh. Will they follow up on these kids? I would imagine so, yes, because they were not immediately placed with their dad. They were put into the system. Mm -hmm. So they will have some follow-up. I don't know what that will be, but I hope it's Mm -hmm. better than most of what we see coming out of child protection lately, as we know, given the cases we presented yesterday. Um, But they, yeah, that they have what in Idaho would be called a protective supervision case where they are being um, monitored. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know, sure but above this all, also else, help just making sure that they're getting 
therapy and getting medical help and all the stuff that they need. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Above all else, I just really hope at this point that uh, I, my heart just goes out to all of the Frankie kids. I can't imagine what a hard, shitty yeah. day this has been for them. The, right. the younger kids, the adult kids, all of them. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I have to listen to this shit. And honestly, have to see those statements by their grandparents and by their uncle. Yeah. That, you know, clearly doesn't indicate any care or concern for them at all. Nope. Nope. It, it really, really sucks. Right, Christine? Non, Non-Mormon mental health. Oh, that's probably unlikely. Mm-hmm. Given where they live. Honestly, how I would imagine the adult daughter and son wanted to stand up and yell, I object during her whole statement. Like, right. seriously? Because they managed to survive to adulthood with this woman as their mother. Yeah. And and they've been through some shit. That's oldest son particularly, but I'm sure Sherry has too. Mm-hmm. Just, mm. Yeah. Well, that's the outcome. I mean, they are at least going to prison. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where that goes. I, I think over time, we'll see how long they serve. It's just, it's just up to the prison system to determine. I'm sure it has a lot to do with assessments of them. Are they a continued risk to the community? Um, you know, how compliant are they with the rules? Those kinds of things that will, and, and, and probably also following some of the progress of their victims. Yeah. And, you know, how are their, how are these children doing? There will yeah. be a lot of different assessing that goes on over uh, several years, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Kevin is just as empty as Ruby. They, they've got nothing inside of them. They're just shells. Yep. Well, thank you all for joining us. I know this was sort of a, a non-traditional way of doing a live for <laughs> hearings, but I think it worked. We got all the information out. We appreciate it. And it sounds like it might be us. out later. And if it is, we'll, we'll, we will post it. Uh, yeah. It sounded like they might have just had it on a delay and we may still be able to watch it. So if that's the case, we'll certainly post it too. Sure. But. We definitely will. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with case updates. We've got lots of stuff to talk about. Ooh. Lots of cases with updates. Uh, Adam, Adam Montgomery's Montgomery. dad died. Yeah. Also, the state rested in his case today. Um, well, and a huge uh, attempt right now from the defense to get all of her testimony thrown out oh yes yes also we're hearing that um john pryor has filed to try to delay chad daybell's trial based on some information coming out of arizona Mm -hmm. um good fucking luck i think judge boyce is gonna just probably want to throttle him but probably tell him no Mm -hmm. uh so we'll have all of that and much more for you tomorrow tomorrow is also the watch party so we will be announcing probably later today what we're going to be watching on netflix tomorrow night so that'll Mm -hmm. be right after case updates and that's for those of you who are members of our youtube channel Uh, we'll be doing a live chat while we all watch netflix on our own devices it's really fun if you want to come join us we have a good time we have a good chat and watch something interesting so we'll be doing that as well and and then we've got more coming out uh on thursday as well because we're going to see that adam montgomery trial go to jury probably by the end of the week if not sooner because he the defense has only listed two witnesses 
So mm-hmm. this is going to go to this is going to go to jury this week. So we'll be talking yep. about that. Yeah. So of course, stay connected with us. We've got lots more coming. Yep. And let's all send up a little prayer, a little love and light for the Frankie kids because yeah. I think they need it today. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. 